It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We're taking stock of the Washington Commanders as they enter their bye week, looking at the best, worst, and most likely scenarios Coming out of the bye week and Dan Lust of Conduct Detrimental, the sports law intersection joins us to talk about Congress's report stemming from its investigation in Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. All of that right now on Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison, credential member of the media covering your Washington Commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. You can find me on Twitter at dharrison82. On Thursday, the Congress's report on their investigation into Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders dropped a whole lot of information coming out. We're not going to break down all of the little tidbits of info because you can find them pretty much anywhere. What we're going to do is we're going to get some opinions and some thoughts from a legal expert. Dan Lust, sports attorney, joins us here at the end of the show. I'm putting it at the end of the show, segment three, because I figure, look, if you're here, you're probably a Commanders fan, right? So what do you want to hear? What do all of you want to hear about? Commanders football so we're going to talk about that first. Some of you, I know, don't want to hear about Dan Snyder. You don't want to hear about the investigation. So we're going to put that at the end. Those of you who don't want to listen to that, you can exit after uh, segment two. And those of you who want to stick around for that, by all means, I encourage all of you to do honestly, because again, we bring Dan on for his expertise as a sports attorney. But first, let's get into Washington Commanders football. And that means mock draft season, right? It's mid-December. No, we're not talking mock drafts. We're talking playoffs. Because the Washington Commanders have played their way back into not only a winning record, but into the thick of the playoff race, currently holding a 69% chance of making the postseason. So, well, Washington on the bye week this weekend, you've got a lot of action going on. Here is how the NFC currently breaks down. The number one seed as we stand right now, most likely the number one seed entering the postseason for the NFC. The Philadelphia Eagles 11-1 and visiting the New York Giants. Number two, the Minnesota Vikings at 10 and two are visiting the Detroit Lions. Third seed, San Francisco 49ers at eight and four are hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those Buccaneers are six and six and currently the fourth seed leading the NFC South. And of course, they're in San Francisco. The Dallas Cowboys are the fifth seed, nine and three, and they're hosting the Houston Texans. The Giants, like I said, six seed, seven, four and one, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. The Seattle Seahawks are the seventh seed, the last spot in the NFC playoff race currently. At seven and five, they're hosting the Carolina Panthers. Your Washington Commanders 
at seven, five, and one. Obviously, on a bye week, uh, have a 69% chance of making the playoffs, like I said. And then right behind them, the ninth seed, the Detroit Lions, five and seven. So uh, two games off the pace, and they're hosting the Minnesota Vikings. So let's do a little bit of a watch preview. All right, who to root for out of all that NFC jumble? There's, and there's other games going on, too, AFC games. There's some interconference games going on, a lot of entertainment around the National Football League uh, going on. But who do Commanders fans want to see win this weekend? Well, simply put, Eagles at Giants, you want to see the Eagles win. I think that's pretty much obvious to everybody. But just in case, look, the Eagles are pretty much going to win this division. They don't have a clinch. It's technically mathematically still up for grabs. But I think everybody kind of understands the Eagles are going to win the NFC East division. So if you're Washington, you're not so much looking to catch the Eagles as much as you are trying to stay ahead of or say, as close to the Giants as possible. So you want an Eagles win against the New York Giants. Most likely will happen. They are favored to win, so that's probably what's going to happen anyway. Vikings at Lions. You actually want a Minnesota Vikings win there. Why? Because the Lions, again, they're the team right behind the Washington Commanders in the playoff race right now. So the further you can push them down, the better off you'll be uh, if you're Washington. Niners versus Tampa Bay. You want a Tampa Bay win because, again, Tampa Bay, not really a wild card contender. They're looking to win the NFC South, and that's pretty much it. They're not looking for wild card. They're not interested in that. But the San Francisco 49ers, yeah, they could win the NFC West, but they could also be a wild card contender. You want to push them down uh, again as far as you can. So you want the Buccaneers to be successful there. Dallas Cowboys versus the Houston Texans in your heart, your mind, your spirit, and in the playoff race, you want the Houston Texans to win, knock the Dallas Cowboys down. I don't know if you're going to catch them or not, but it gives you an opportunity, and who doesn't love seeing the Dallas Cowboys lose if you're listening to this podcast. Seahawks versus Panthers. You want the Panthers to win for the same reasons you want the Niners to lose, and that is because CLC Hawks, NFC West division contenders, absolutely, but also contending for a wild card spot if they're not in that division leading uh, position. So you want a Panthers one. So we want the Eagles, the Vikings, the Bucks, the Texans, and the Panthers to win. The bad news with that scenario is that four of those teams are underdogs. The Vikings are two-point underdogs to the Detroit Lions. That might surprise some of you out there, but it is true. The Buccaneers are three-and-a-half underdogs to the San Francisco 49ers. The Houston Texans are 17-point underdogs against the Dallas Cowboys. And the Carolina Panthers are three-and-a-half-point underdogs uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. So four underdog teams you need to win. The Philadelphia Eagles are favored to win. You want them to win anyway. That's the bad news. The good news, if you throw $10 on the best case scenario this weekend and you win. So if you throw $10 on a five game parlay for the Vikings, Bucks, Texans, Panthers, and Eagles to win money line only, I'm not talking about spread. I'm just talking money line straight up. If that hits, not only do your Washington commanders have the best case scenario coming out of their bye week, you win $2,417 at bet online. If you, if you place that bet at the moment of this recording, that's amazing. So uh, I don't know about you, I might throw 10 bucks on that because the opportunity to get $2,400 uh, for those things to happen in favor of the commanders, I could I could live with that. So if all of that happens, the Philadelphia Eagles are still the one seed, the Vikings are still the two seed, Niners are still three, Bucks are still four, Dallas is still five, but here's where things flip. The Washington Commanders go from eight to six, the New York Giants drop to seventh, the Seattle Seahawks fall out of the playoff race uh, at the moment, and the Detroit Lions stay at ninth, but they're another game. Back at that moment, again, best case scenario this weekend, you win over $2,000, the Washington Commanders make up ground, and they end up with an 81% chance of making the playoffs. That is the best case scenario for the Washington Commanders in week 14. But what is the most realistic scenario? 
Like, how is this actually going to happen? And what about the rest of the season? We're going to get into all of that, how it pertains to the Washington Commanders. But first, we're going to tell you about Audible. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. Find Block Forever now, wherever you get your podcasts. Block Forever is a brand new podcast from former NFL All-Pro Ryan Khalil and Audible. Khalil takes the conversation about football to the next level. He gives you, the football fan, and insiders look at the game through the eyes of the greatest players and personalities of all time. New episodes of Block Forever will be recorded and released every week ahead of Thursday Night Football. Ryan and his guests discuss topics like player psyche, sport bettings, sports betting, playing through pain, being a leader, and how to deal with combative teammates. Really, there's nothing out of bounds on this podcast. Available for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcast. Catch the full Block Forever series available wherever, anywhere you get your podcast. Available everywhere now. Audible, get in the game. This episode of Locked On Commanders is also sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere 100% online. Personally, I like the convenience of BetterHelp and how easy it is to fit into our everyday lives. Everyone deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp helps you get it started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. No questions asked. Couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on that's better help com slash locked on continue our look at the washington commander's current playoff situation and what it can look like coming out of week 14 here on locked on commanders we appreciate you making us your first listener your first view every single day make sure you're also checking out locked on sports today from the biggest games that matter to the biggest stories in sports but beyond beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with locked on experts only the only the way that Locked On can provide available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. So best case and most likely we talked about the best case scenario, right? And the best case scenario ends up with Washington uh, as the sixth seed and an 81% chance of making the playoffs. Again, reminder for the current, for the current playoff standings, Eagles are one Vikings, two Niners, three bucks, four Cowboys, five Giants, six Seahawks are seven commanders. First team out in eighth place with a 69% chance of making the postseason. As we speak, so how do those key games, those five key games, probably work out? Eagles, Giants. I do think the Eagles get a win there, which is what you want to see anyway. So you're happy with that result. Vikings, Lions. The Vikings are underdogs, and I actually think the Lions are going to win that game as well. So if you're surprised the Vikings are underdogs, uh, you're not alone. Probably I am not one of those people. I do think the Lions win that game, which doesn't really help uh, the Washington Commanders. Doesn't directly, you know, torpedo their chances. It just brings the Lions a little bit closer uh, into the race. Niners and Buccaneers. I think all the wisdom in the world says Niners are probably going to win that game. My gut has the Buccaneers winning that game. So I am picking the Buccaneers to go uh, and win that game. If you want to know why and you think I'm crazy, check out the crossover Thursday episode, uh, Locked on Bucks, Locked on 49ers. You can find that again anywhere you find podcasts and on YouTube. Uh, I do explain why I have that feeling. Cowboys at Texans. I think we all agree the Cowboys, right, are the team that you should predict uh, to win that game, which doesn't help you. And then the Seahawks and Panthers. I do think the Seahawks end up winning that. So that also doesn't help you. So out of the five games that you want to see a certain result, you're probably only going to see two of those games break the way 
that Commanders fans want. You got the Eagles, Lions, Cowboys, Seahawks, and Bucks winning. That's only one underdog. If you put that five game parlay into bet online with a ten dollar bet, you win eighty four dollars, which is still pretty good. So really, you could bet ten dollars on the most likely, ten dollars on the best case. If you get the best case, you win over two thousand dollars. If you get the most likely, you win eighty four dollars. You still make sixty bucks on the uh, the proposition there. So I don't know. Again, I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money, but you can go ahead and do it if that happens. So again, if the Eagles, uh, Lions, Cowboys, Seahawks, and Buccaneers all come away with wins this weekend then the eagles are still one vikings are two niners three bucks four cowboys are still five seahawks are six but the commanders do still move up to seventh place in the nfc the final playoff spot in the nfc playoff race in that what i call most likely scenario the new york giants would fall to eight with a matching seven five and one record with the washington commanders but the commanders would have the tiebreaker due to the divisional record and they would have a 70 percent chance of making the playoffs, the Washington Commanders with the Detroit Lions wouldn't advance to six and seven, still ninth seed, but now just one win away from matching both the Commanders and the Giants. So, again, kind of recap that coming out of week 14, Washington on the bye. Worst case scenario, Washington has a 65% chance of making the playoffs, which is still good because it's over 50%. So, if the Giants upset the Eagles, which probably not going to happen, if the Niners beat the Bucks, Seahawks win, Lions win, Cowboys win, Washington. Still out of it coming out of week 14, still not in the seventh spot, but they do still have a 65% chance of making the playoffs, which again, like I said, is good, which sets up week 15. That is the next time the Washington Commanders take the field. Best case scenario in week 15, Washington beats the Giants, Seattle or San Francisco wins. Understand, doesn't matter who wins, someone's just got to win. Tie game hurts you. Jacksonville defeats Dallas. Don't know how much that's going to happen, but that's the best case scenario. So again, Washington beats the Giants, Seattle or San Francisco wins that game. Doesn't matter who Jacksonville defeats Dallas Cowboys. If that happens, Washington is the seventh seed with a full game over the New York Giants and the tiebreaker in their back pocket. And they have a 92% chance of making the playoffs. There are some other games involved in that calculation. Rams have to beat the Packers to get to that 92% all that kind of stuff. But coming out of the most likely scenario that I just laid out for week 14, best case scenario, week 15, 92% chance you guys can cancel your mid-January plans because you're going to be watching playoff football. Worst case scenario, week 15, Giants beat the Commanders, Seattle and San Francisco tie, and Dallas beats the Jaguars, which is probably going to happen. Washington is now the eighth seed, while the Giants, Seahawks, and Niners all hold playoff spots, and Washington's chances to make the postseason drop to 13 the biggest part of that of course losing to the giants so bottom line commanders need to just beat the giants to take care of business most likely week 15 scenario i've got washington beating the giants i think they should have beat the giants i think they will beat the giants i've got san francisco beating seattle which is good because you just want one of those teams to win and i definitely have dallas beating jacksonville that most likely scenario puts washington in the sixth seed with a half game lead over seattle for the seventh because the tie actually benefits you if you go back to our post-game episode, we were asked if the tie is a loss or a win, and I said, well, it depends. And in this situation, that half game would actually give you a lead over the Seahawks. So in my eyes, that tie would now turn into a win, and the commanders would have an 80% chance uh, of coming out or of making the playoffs. So there's two options here where the the commanders come out 80% or better chances to make the playoffs following week 15, one where they end up with a 13% chance. The biggest difference between the two guys, Washington beating the Giants. So again, commanders take care of business. They are going to be in business. Now, I went ahead and predicted the rest of the regular season as well while we were at it. 
following our most likely week 14, most likely week 15 predictions, which again, leave the commanders with an 80% chance of making the postseason. Here's what I came out with. I'm not going to go game by game. I'm just going to tell you the final standings in the NFC. Number one seed Philadelphia Eagles with a 15 and two record. Number two, Minnesota Vikings with a 13 and four record. Number three, San Francisco, 11 and six. Number four, the Bucks at 10 and seven. Number five, the Dallas Cowboys at 14 and three. Boo, I know we hit it. Sixth, the Washington Commanders at nine, seven and one. Seventh, the Seattle Seahawks at nine and eight. So again, that tie, not a loss, turns into a win because you get the sixth seed instead of the seventh seed. New York Giants would be the first team out at eight, eight and one. Green Bay Packers would be the second team out at eight and nine. For those of you who are just curious, in the AFC, I've got Kansas City, then one seed, Bengals two, Buffalo Bills three, Titans four, Dolphins five, Chargers six, Baltimore seven. If Lamar Jackson comes back, that obviously is going to play a part. Uh, first team out, the New York Jets with a 10 and seven record. 10 win New York Jets team not making the playoffs. Tell me if you saw that coming being in season number nine. I've got the Cleveland Browns nine and eight. So if this scenario takes place, the Washington Commanders would travel to face the San Francisco 49ers in the wild card round. They travel to face San Francisco 49ers here in a couple of weeks. So make sure you're paying close attention to that game. If they de- defeat them, if they defeat the San Francisco 49ers and the rest of the playoff games go the way that I think they would, they would then visit the Philadelphia Eagles in the divisional round. If they beat the Eagles again in Philly, then they would then face the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Uh, and then, of course, if they win that game, according to the way that I predict the AFC brackets to go, they would face the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, which I think most of you would be very, very happy to see. But here's the problem. Honestly, if there's ever a season that I can imagine Washington fans would not want to see their team win a Super Bowl, it's this season. Because it looks like Dan Snyder may not be the owner of this franchise for very much longer, relatively speaking. And if the team wins the Super Bowl this year, so does Dan Snyder. And if you don't think Dan Snyder is going to be front and center in Arizona to grab and hoist that Lombardi trophy, I think you got another thing coming. But Congress released their report on Thursday. I've got a good friend on the network joining me next to discuss what was in it. What was new, what we already knew, and what might be next. But first, this episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer to esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which you probably do because you're listening to this one, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today. Or use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. This episode also brought to you by Prize Picks. You take two to five players and you predict if they're going to score more or less in their Prize Picks projection. If you're correct and you hit, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. And you're not competing against other players; this is you versus the Prize Picks projections. And Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including NFL, NBA, NHL, college football, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's super easy, and they offer safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operating in 30 states and Canada, so download the Prize Picks app or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up and play today. Play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. 
All right, guys, joining us now on the Locked On Commanders podcast, sports attorney Dan Lust at Sports Law Lust on Twitter. Uh, you may have heard him or seen him. Uh, lot, other Locked On shows, he's been on Locked On Bucks before. That's actually how I first met Dan, ESPN, CBS, Fox Sports. You can also find him on his podcast, Conduct Detrimental, the Sports Law Intersection, uh, a podcast that is going to be jumping after uh, today's news and the release of the report from Congress about uh, the Dan Snyder stuff. Also, Dan, professor at New York Law School. I'm telling you all this stuff because it's impressive, but also because Dan's a lawyer. He knows this stuff more than than I do, more than Chris does, because we're uh, just football guys trying to catch up with everything uh, that is going on. So I wanted to bring Dan in for his perspective. Dan, I know you're super busy today of all days, uh, so I appreciate you making time. And, and first thing really is how much from this this report that got released on Thursday by Congress is new information and how much of it is confirming what we already knew about what was going on inside Washington's franchise. First of all, pleasure to join you. Um, you know, I, I've been across the lockdown sports networks and um, I think, I think this particular story and I'm happy it's this commander's lockdown, right? I mean, this is a story yeah. that you guys are in the weeds with. I do yeah. some national hits and I don't think I have to like explain a lot of detail and, and get people to where the Gruden stuff ties in. And, and I know you know, like uh, the United States Attorney General's office and the D.C. Attorney General's office. And I'm like, I'm now talking to the audience that understands everything. I have to I have to lay yeah. everything up. So um, let's let's just talk straight to you guys and straight to the audience. I mean, like I, I would say for for the diehard commanders fans, I'd say 90 percent of this somewhere between 90 and 95 percent. We either already knew or. We assumed to be the case to so some, you know, ninety-five to percent degree of certainty, or something like that. You know, um, does it help that uh, is it new information that Dan Snyder was, you know, was trying to obstruct his deposition by answering "I don't know" over a hundred times? Like, I guess it's new, but like we already knew that. Um, yeah. I think I think where I find the most interest in this case is that last five percent, the John Gruden stuff. Uh, these the where the alleged leak came from these emails, the Bruce Allen involvement. Um, I find that to be very fascinating. And I would add it, you know, on my list of things that have uh, should have resulted in Dan Snyder selling the team. I'm going to add number six to that. And I think uh, these these alleged allegations from someone within the team that um, that Washington was the leak of the John Gruden emails, you know, and that caused the NFL to be sued in that John Gruden case. I think that's right up there with, you know, the overall allegations of toxic workplace sexual harassment, right? Like, I think it's right there, you know, uh, alleged stealing money from fans, stealing money from other owners and revenue sharing, um, you know, the allegations of sexual assault with respect to Dan Snyder. I think any one of those in isolation could have forced Dan Snyder to sell. I do, um, you know, but obviously all of them together. I mean, I don't I don't know what more what more people could want at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, and that brings up an interesting point because, I, you know, I know, I know a lot of people I've already had uh, some commanders fans hit me up asking me, so what does this really mean? And I think that's kind of the question that a lot of people are going to be asking. Again, like you said, 95% or so of this, we either kind of knew already through stories from other people and and, and testimony that was known, or at least you kind of assumed that these things were going uh, were going on and were probably accurate allegations. So what could the next step be here for this situation? I know uh, that, you know, the, the way that, that Congress is, is kind of built has an impact on this, but from a legal standpoint, is there anything on the horizon or do you think there might be a sports president precedent that might be about to get set? Sports president had me going for a second. I'm, I'm into that. You want to let me the sports president, Dave, I'm in. Um, I, I think the other shoe that we're waiting to drop, I don't think it's really Congress. I mean, obviously, there's a 79-page report from the House Oversight Committee. And then there's maybe the lesser spoken about 210-page report from, uh, you know, from the right, right? They wanted to put their own GOP report out. So 
I've uh, I put both of those on my my timeline. I mean, like, I don't know, do people want to read 300 pages? No. Do I think there's another important congressional shooter drop? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but I, I I do want to put this in proper context, right? Congress can't force Dan Snyder to sell the team. They can't do right. that. Um, so if that's going to happen, that's going to happen from the NFL. The NFL is going to vote Dan Snyder out. Uh, Snyder has already put his foot in the sand. He's not going to be moved by potential congressional investigations, potential depositions. That's not going to move the needle for him. So what what seemed to have moved the needle, something very recent, right? These D.C. attorney general's office with these two lawsuits, one directly against Dan Snyder and the commanders, and the other one not just involving Snyder and the commanders, but also bringing in Roger Goodell and the NFL as named parties. So, you know, once Snyder's actions have now forced one lawsuit to be filed, right, this D.C. attorney general's office, again, has sued Goodell, the NFL, and, and, you know, commanders, I think that is forcing the issue. And now, again, maybe it's kind of a backdoor, but what caused John Gruden to sue the NFL? I don't know. Now we're kind of figuring out it might have been a leak by the commanders. So those purposeful lawsuits that are directly against the NFL, I think the NFL cares more about that than like amorphous congressional allegations, which might be politically motivated, might not be. But these lawsuits against the organization, against the NFL, against Goodell, those are dollars and cents. Um, So. I, I think I do think that those tend to move the needle more more so than just, hey, there's another former employee speaking out. Once you have a guy like John Gruden suing the NFL, uh, it's that's that's not a good look. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, it kind of hits on on a key point here that really this this whole thing seems to be about making sure that Dan Snyder, and the, the National Football League in concert, basically are held accountable in some way, shape or form. And, you know, uh, there's all obviously all the rumors about a potential sale or parties that might be interested in buying. Uh, the Washington Commanders franchise, and I think there's a kind of a soft deadline of, of expectation. Uh, I'll put it that way of the of the league meetings at following the NFL season, uh, the completion of it. I don't think Dan Snyder selling this team either. You know whether it's it's in agreement or unofficial capacity until the Washington Commanders are officially out of contention contention for a Super Bowl because he's going to want to go out with the Super Bowl if he thinks he has the opportunity to do it. And the Washington Commanders, as I've been talking about in this episode, are still very much alive. In the playoff race, of course, Dan, a lot of the conversation about this whole thing has been the the perceived ridiculousness of just how these proceedings have had to go. Sometimes from a congressional standpoint of kind of you know playing the games through the public, but also Dan Snyder hiding on his yacht and all these things. But again, we're not lawyers. So is this really that ridiculous or coming from a, a legal background, a legal profession yourself? Is this just kind of status quo? I mean, it is somewhat ridiculous, right? It's somewhat ridiculous that Dan Snyder, and, and this is the ridiculous part, that in a normal situation, I can name any number of owners, right? Robert Sarver, uh, Jerry Richardson, Robert Sarver, obviously uh, current owner, soon to be former owner of the Suns, Jerry Richardson, the Carolina Panthers, Mark Shot of the Cincinnati Reds. You have people with these allegations that have, and even the Atlanta Hawks, I can, can name any number of teams. There's a sniff of allegations, maybe one or two allegations. And what happens 99% of the time is the white flag is raised and they get the market price for whatever that team would valuation would be. So if the team at that point would sell for $100,000, million, $500 million, you'd, you'd accept that money and you'd go your separate ways. Now the valuations of the team are in the billions of dollars. So what seems ridiculous is that Dan Snyder wants to fight these uh, and instead of just getting his pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, that it still doesn't make sense to me. Whether or not these yeah. allegations are true or not true, you can live a peaceful life with like seven billion dollars. Like, wh- why are why do you continue to fight this? Right when there's smoke, there's fire. I don't think anyone's going to believe that Dan Snyder is completely innocent after all this is done. 
But why you'd continue to fight it, um, it just behooves logic and reason at this point. It just seems to be pure stubbornness. So, yeah, is yeah. It, it, there's been witch hunts before. Uh, you know, there's been uh, people kind of going after people. I kind of get that. And I get people that maybe that are saying that this is a p- politically motivated witch hunt. But like, why is Dan Snyder fighting this? Like, why doesn't he want his $7 billion check and go away? <laughs> I, I can't make sense of that. I don't think anybody can. That, that has been the question throughout this whole thing, Dan. Appreciate your time for joining us again, everybody. You can check out Dan Lust at Sports Law Lust on, on Twitter. And, of course, again, check out the Conduct Detrimental, the Sports Law Intersection podcast. Dan, thank you for your time. Always a pleasure, Dave, anytime. All right, guys, once again, a big shout-out to Dan Lust. Make sure you're checking him out. Make sure you're checking out his feed, his podcast, talking all these things. Uh, Legalese. It's over my head. It's over Chris's head. We're talking as football guys looking at this. This is the lawyer's perspective, so make sure – you're checking him out in court. And again, hope you enjoyed this rest of the season kind of preview breakdown of where the Washington Commanders stand as they go through their bye week. Thank you for making us the Locked On Commanders podcast. First listener, first view of the day. Again, make sure you're also checking out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most, the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Once again, I am David Harrison, one of your hosts of the Locked On Commanders podcast, writer for Commander Country on Twitter at tharrison Two. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another. Thank you for joining me right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.